Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for our great King, our Savior, Messiah Jesus. We're, we're looking for Him to come back for His people. He told His people to watch therefore and to be ready. My name is Dove Schwartz, host of Watch Therefore, watching for this King to come. And our co-host, John McTurnan, he's watching for this King to come as well. And it's wonderful to be able to proclaim Jesus is coming from the platform Watch Therefore, isn't it, John? It sure is, uh, Pastor Dove. It's really exciting. You have your bird's eye view there uh, from, well, uh, you're in northern Israel now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's um, really heating up here. Uh, the, the borders are locked and loaded. Uh, at the same time, we know that he who keeps Israel neither slumbers nor sleeps, and that, that helps me sleep at night, John. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like to hear that. Well, we have yes. a special program, uh, and, and if there was ever a day... Uh, that we need to hear some cutting-edge prophetic information to be kept aware of what's going on in this hour. It's changing so fast now, isn't it, John? I've said this many times, and nothing has changed. Prophetically speaking, my head is on a swivel here. I'm I'm looking over at uh, the Middle East and Israel, and I switch over and I look at uh, Russia and Europe, and then my head spins over to China and uh and in the east there so i mean it's it's non-stop past the dove uh, the economy the world economy um the moral absolute moral freefall of america and the list goes on i mean this is just incredible the events that are happening absolutely absolutely well i'm going to lead us in a word of prayer john and, and then turn you loose and ask you to share what your observations are. You have a blog called John McTurnan's Insights. We'd like to hear some of those insights today. Oh, Holy Father, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you for giving us eyes that can see and ears that can hear. Thank you that we have a Savior who's paid for us with his precious blood. We're we're not owned uh, by the world and our own flesh and the devil. We're owned, we're property of Messiah Jesus, and we're we're resting our, our hope fully. We're placing our hope fully and the grace that is to be brought to us at the revelation of Messiah Jesus. Bless John today, please, as he shares what you've given him today, and bless all of our listeners. We thank you, Holy Father, Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. John, what do you have? Well, uh, again, with my head on a swivel, where do we begin? Uh, So I'm going to just kind of look down uh, my Facebook page here and just share a couple things. I want to start off with um, what's going on in Israel. You mentioned Israel, and uh, just last week, uh, the top Israeli defense officials warned Hezbollah. Now, this, this, these warnings are not every day, but Israel's been making them for a while now, that um, they are ready to take on Hezbollah and that they are going to finish Hezbollah off this time. It's very serious. That the, it's very serious. Yeah, and, and you're up there not too far from uh, Hezbollah in northern Israel. So, um, But that's what Israel said. Now, Israel said the same thing to Hamas uh, recently, that this will be the, the war coming will be the last one for Hamas. Yes. That they are going to completely destroy Hamas 
militarily so that it can never rise up again. Now, this is going to start a lot of protests throughout the world. Wherever the Muslims are, they're going to be protesting. They protest Israel automatically, and they put pressure on the nations, and the United Nations gets upset, and the European Union gets upset, and Obama and Kerry get upset. But I don't think that Israel is going to um, pay too much attention past the dove. They can't. Well, the they nations of the world, the way they feel like it, it's how dare those Jews try to defend themselves while we're trying to kill them. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And what they seem to do is it, it, it's like a cycle. Uh, Hezbollah, well, first of all, Hezbollah is in southern Lebanon. It's They're Shiite Muslims, and they were put in there purposely by Ayatollah Khomeini back in 1979 for the purpose of having Iran with a front on Israel, where they could get close to Israel. So every time there's a war, either with Hamas or with Hezbollah, when Israel really gets the upper hand, and Israel is like kind of moving in to finish them off, Kerry demands a ceasefire. The United Nations demands a ceasefire. So Israel has a ceasefire. Israel has inflicted tremendous damage. And they say, okay, let's have a truce now, and we're going to help rebuild Gaza. So what happens is they pour, I guess, tens of millions or maybe even into the billions of dollars in Gaza. Hezbollah uses it to rearm and Hamas. dig more tunnels. Hamas, yeah. But you've got this, uh, excuse me, Hamas. You've got this cycle going now where they only let Israel go so far. That's right. They stop it, and then they rebuild Hamas, mm-hmm. or they allow Hezbollah to be rebuilt. So Israel's got to stop this cycle. They can't go on, continually go on endlessly with uh, these wars where there's never any end to them, Pastor Doe. That's right. And right where where I sit right now, there's not, it's not much distance between 100,000 rockets and where I sit right now, John. So it is an existential threat to um, our people and our land here. And Pastor Dove, when I go to Israel... I always love to go up to that northernmost part of Israel there, uh, where it juts into Lebanon. Yes. Uh, Medulla. Medulla, yeah, that's right. Medulla, yeah. And you can just stand there and look into Lebanon. We've done it. We stood there together and looked in there, didn't we? Yeah, Hezbollah's on the other side of the fence. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's Uh, right. Okay, now the next place I want to bring to your attention or to our listeners attention is uh russia putin and nato uh i posted two articles and they're real serious articles uh one of them is a is about putin and uh what happened was putin has warned now starting in may starting in may Mm -hmm. he's been warning the west about War, he's referring it to, uh, to it as World War Three, mm-hmm. and the use of nuclear weapons. That's right. Uh, and uh, you know, I, I'm not a Putin fan. You know, I mean, the guy is KGB. And do you notice, Pastor Dove, that all his political opposition ends up dying? Yes, it's just a coincidence, probably, right? Well, I don't know. They end <laughs> up poisoned or jumped. Jumped out of a. They claim he committed suicide. How did that happen? I don't know how that happened. 
Um, they're murdered. But so he's not a nice guy, and he supports Iran uh, and helped build that nuclear reactor in Iran. That's right. Which is, um, I mean, Iran is the, Israel's the most severe threat threat right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's not a good, he's not a nice guy, but he does like um, speak the truth in a, a real sense. He's not a bluffer, right. and he he doesn't back down. So he is saying he had a meeting um, with a whole bunch of uh, journalists, telling them, "Your nations are not listening. Please try and reach your people and tell them." And basically, it's. NATO, he feels that NATO is backing Russia into a corner, and mm-hmm. we're going to fight, or mm-hmm. we meaning Russia, mm-hmm. and Russia's going to fight. And in their military doctrine, they they have the use of tactical nuclear weapons. So and he's been telling it, the whole world, that we're going to nuke you if you don't stop yeah, encircling us you. in NATO. We're going to nuke you. So uh, right now, as we speak, it's either starting, I believe it's starting this week, there's a meeting in Europe, uh, NATO, NATO, the NATO nations are meeting, and last month they announced the plans or on to how to make plans to take the Ukraine and Crimea, or sections of the Ukraine, and the Crimea away from Russia. And the German foreign minister, or the German minister of defense, went out of his mind right. saying, are you crazy? Mm-hmm. Well, you don't, I mean, you don't announce something like that past the dough. Yeah. If you're going to have secret meetings, that's one thing. But you're announcing to the world we're going to go to war with Russia? Yeah, that's, it's not I, I, I hope our listeners understand I'm not making this up. And the reason, and I've mentioned this several times or on the show, is there's nothing in the main media about this. You watch Fox News. You watch MSNBC. I don't know, whatever media sources the average person watches, there's nothing in there. So it's hard. it might be hard for people to believe that, um, I'm telling the truth, like I'm not exaggerating. John, but, I, wa- so I have what? watched Putin. I have watched on different sources that we have here in Israel than you see in America. I have watched Putin give those addresses that you're talking about to uh, journalists. I and, and listened to the translations when he said what you're saying right now. I mean, in the last month, I've listened. To, I can think of one interview specifically where he was saying basically what you're saying. Go tell your people. To listen, we, I, it's a very serious situation. Right. And right now, as we speak, or I, may, I don't know, it was last week, so I don't know if it's continuing, but um, the Ukrainians now moved up their heavy, heavy equipment right really on the border with Russia. And Putin's watching this. And they tank after tank, I don't know, hundreds of tanks they're putting into place. And then there's uh, they're moving equipment into the, uh, the Balkans, um, um, Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania, because they were weak, and they're moving. Uh, NATO's moving in a lot of troops and heavy equipment. There's a big gap there in Eastern Europe where there's a 60-mile gap where the Russians can drive their army through it. They're frantically looking to fill that gap in. They put this. Uh, the United States put this missile defense system in. And you probably heard Putin's speech. He said, what are you kidding? What do you, well, you don't need this defense system, this missile defense system. Uh, it's, uh, Iran can't reach you with missiles. That's what Putin said. Right. He says, you're doing this for us. Right. And then Putin that. went on to say that you're claiming that this is defensive, but you can, launch, you can use this missile system to launch cruise missiles at us 
and go like, I think he said 1,000 kilometers, which would be about 600 miles deep into Russia. He said that we cannot allow this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, 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 US, the NATO just picked up another nation like that's close to Russia, and I think there's one of the Scandinavian countries that doesn't belong to NATO. I'm not sure which one it is. It could be Finland. Well, I don't know. I, it's one of them. And anyways, they are about to join uh, NATO, and Putin's saying, you know, you're ringing us. You're, you're, you're ringing us. This is, you're moving further east towards us. You've moved NATO to our border, and he said, we cannot allow this. This will mean war. So there, you can make arguments like, well, Putin militarized his border with Europe, and therefore NATO was responding to him. There are arguments that you can make like that. But nonetheless, the Russian army is virtually 100% ready to go. Ready to go. He's got them ready to go. And, and, one, and I want all our listeners to understand this, that what I see now going on in Europe is exactly like 100 years ago with World War I. The, I won't get into what started it, but the Germans built up their military, and the Russians felt that they had to build their military up, and then the, the French felt they had to build their military up, and then the Austro-Hungarian Empire felt it had to build its military up, and then the British, the, the, the British had a dominant navy, but the Germans wanted to have uh, a, a navy that could e- equal the British, so they started to build their navy, and then the British couldn't allow the Germans to have a superior navy. So, so you had this huge arms race going on, roughly starting about 1900. And there, it wasn't like, we'll say, Russia was building up its military to attack Germany. It, it wasn't like that. But they had this frenzy going on, this arms race, and then you had the assassination of Archduke Ferdinand in 1914, June of 1914 in Sarajevo. That was the spark that ignited this war. And that's what's happening in Europe. You've got some spark. I, you know, are the Russians going to attack Europe? I, I don't think so. Is NATO going to attack Russia? I don't think so. But they've built up this military force for I don't know how many miles, probably a couple thousand miles. They're building it up, and they're having, I mean, really sophisticated weaponry coming in there, awesome weapons of destruction. And the ultimate is these tactical nuclear weapons, and all we need past the dope is a spark. Yes, it wouldn't That's, take much to light the fuse, would it, John? I, I don't know exactly. Like, no one dreamt that there would be an assassination that started World War One. That that wasn't even in the I don't in the cards to look at. So there could be something that we can't vision right now that could spark this. That's right. So that's how tense that is. Now we go to the Pacific, and I'm posting this stuff as we're speaking. Where ne- uh, this week or next week, the uh, the uh, international court is supposed to rule on what China has done in the South China Sea. So uh, to bring our listeners up to speed on this, the South China Sea is international waters. And it's actually not that close to China. It's very close to the Philippines. It's very close to Vietnam. 
very close to Indonesia, like, uh, but it's not that close to China. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, the Chinese, on their own, two years ago, claimed the South China Sea. It belongs to us now. It'd be like um, it belongs to China. I can't even think of the equivalent of it for the United States. It would be like us claiming, um, you know, 300 miles off of uh, Maine out into the Pacific, all of a sudden is belongs to America. You know? So uh, all these nations were really upset because China was saying, you got to get special, the Philippines got to have special permission to go three miles, five miles offshore into what they claim the South China Sea belongs to China. So it went to the international court. And the international court is supposed to rule in favor of the Philippines mm-hmm. and the favor of Vietnam. Right. And China said they won't obey it. Right. And the United States says that they will send armed, will send our armed navy escorting merchant ships mm-hmm. through the South China Sea if necessary. China just came out, it just came out, and I got this. I don't have it on my blog. I have a little trouble posting on the blog now. I won't be able to post it probably Wednesday. We have okay. a technical problem. But here's what here's what the headline says right now about China. It says, um, China to U.S. This is dated uh, yesterday. We're ready to fight if needed, and Russia has our back. Now, uh, it's a very thorough article that I posted, but there it is, folks. We're staring at potential World War III in in the Pacific. Now, uh, we are putting, the United States is putting in the same missile defense system in South Korea as we have in uh, Europe, and also it will include Japan. This is against North Korea launching missiles. So this is the headlines I just posted before the show. North Korea military threatens physical response against U.S. It's called THAAD, T-H-A-A-D, deployment. This is the missile anti-missile system. So now we have this boiling cauldron in the Korean Peninsula, potential war between North Korea and South Korea. We've got China telling the United States, if you send your warships into, we don't care what the international court says. This is what China has said. We don't care what it says. It belongs to us. And if you send your warships in there, it's war. We're going to physically go after your Navy if you send your warships into the South China Sea. So, Pastor Dove, you know, you watch the American media and the, the you know the the people that are listening to me. They ninety nine percent don't have any clue of this. There is nothing. You know, I, I don't know. Will Russia back down? I I don't think Putin's going to back down. Is China going to back down? I don't think so. I think China has come to the point where they feel they can defeat the U.S. Navy in the Pacific, and they're going to they're telling us, hey, if you want to fight us, here we are. Come and get us, but you're not going to put your warships in the South China Sea, which is international waters. So if we don't put our ships there, we're back. China backed us down, and they'll push further and further and further. If we do, I'm sorry for jumping in here. It reminds me of the the reality that the Bible says that the Lord is going to gather all the nations into a field in northern Israel called Armageddon. This is all leading up to that, isn't it, John? Well, we can't see it directly, but you hit the nail on the head. 
It is all leading up to Armageddon because we know from Revelation chapter 9, we know from Revelation chapter 16, that there is a huge army of 200 million coming from the east. And it says in Revelation 16, and he shall gather them at a place called in the Hebrew tongue Armageddon. Now Armageddon is just kind of south uh, west of where you are physically located mm-hmm. right now. In Revelation 16, when it talks about that army coming, they're going to come right over where you are now, Pastor Dove. Right over that spot where you are now, there's a 200 million man army coming. And what we're seeing now, although you can't relate it maybe directly, what we're seeing now taking place in Asia is, I believe, China being set up as the the king of the East, that's going, all of Asia is going to be unified under China, and they're marching to Armageddon. Now, that's not going to... We've got to wrap the show up here. We are out of time. The reality is, is there is about a 700 million population of men in China that are uh, qualified for military service. Is that amazing? Uh, I, I know that's more than the entire population of the United States. Twice. Now, we've got to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to lead us in a word of prayer, John, very quickly. I didn't want to jump in because it's just such important information. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, here we are. And, and we hear these things John's sharing. Help us to draw near to you. Your word says, Father, that we are to humble ourselves. You draw near to the humble, and that we are to draw near to you, Father, and you'll draw near to us. So, uh, so help us, help our listeners, Lord, prepare. Armageddon's not going to happen tomorrow, but we see these things leading up to it, and it's not far off. Prepare our hearts and our minds to see Messiah Jesus in the clouds to come for us before, of course, that horrible day. And, 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 and prepare all of our listeners to be a light in the darkness, to share Jesus wherever they go. Bless John, and thank you, Father, for his ministry today. We thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. John, you got to take just a moment. Uh, we got about a minute. And share with our listeners how they can find out how to get to your ministry for some of this important information. Yeah, go to usaprophecy.com, usaprophecy.com. On the splash page there, you'll see John McTernan's Insights. That's the blog that has all the information I'm talking to you about. And Pastor Dove, my new website, Abba Fathers International Fellowship, is up and running. And we have people from all over the world on it, pastors on it. We're praying once a week with thousands and thousands of people for an outpouring of God's Holy Spirit. The way to join it is also go to usaprophecy.com, and you will see my new website there. Very exciting. Very exciting, John. Well, thank you for a wonderful program and important information that I know our listeners, um, I just, I, I know that they are hearing things that aren't commonly heard today that are important for us to wake up and to be alert and sober. And, and it really lines up well with how we end this program because here's how it goes. Remember to watch, therefore. Why? Messiah Jesus is coming. When? Any moment. Be ready. God bless you. Until next time. Thanks for listening today, and please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener-supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv, and mail, watchtherefore, P.O. Box 564, 
Pearland, Texas, 77588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus. 